genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We are covering the movie Mallrats, one minute at a time. Today we are covering minute 66, which is quite possibly the greatest ear-biting minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And we're moving on to the moment you've all been waiting for, an anthropomorphic animal getting beaten down. <laughs> but uh, minute 66, not to be confused with Order 66, starts with Brody having PTSD and ends with a Bechdel test failure. I'm betting that was over your head, but we'll get there. Nothing goes over my head. I would catch it. <laughs> well done. <laughs> you're, you have such fla- fast reflexes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if they go over my head, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. So this minute starts, obviously, with Brody saying, uh, T.S. said last minute he had to hit the bathroom, and Brody asked him to please not say hit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so his friends, who were so nice and really waiting on him, uh, they just abandoned his ass in the, in the candy store. Oh, yeah, leave him bleeding in the candy store. And then we have our hard cut to what we noticed earlier in the week is a frightening Easter bunny. <laughs> what the hell is that music when they cut over to it? It's, uh, oh, it's, it's weird. It, yeah. This whole minute, I got problems with the music from beginning to end. <laughs> it sounds like Willy Wonka or something. It's really crazy. Yeah, it, it does sound like – it sounds like uh, like Walmart uh, Willy Wonka or like Bobo Willy Wonka. Just like – Yeah, And then they close in on this bunny and I swear he looks dirty. <laughs> I mean, it, it's funny because you say that he does look kind of like dirty, but not like not comically dirty. Not no. like it's not like, oh, he's not like he's banned Santa where he's got no. like actual dirt on him. It looks like the kind of shit you would buy for. There's no way this would be the, the Easter Bunny at a mall. <laughs> right. It looks like they found this mask in the storage room somewhere and dropped it on his head. This mask looks like a mask you would see in The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty creepy. It is pretty freaking creepy. Yeah, it's not good. Um, the little village they have set up is not bad. Also, the eyeballs. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why I didn't pick this out. But the eyeballs on the Easter Bunny. The, you know where the little dot's supposed to go in the black? They put it in the blue part of the eyeball. I think it's it? supposed to. Is it supposed to be a reflection? But it's even the reflection like, usually goes in the black in the in the iris. It's crazy looking. Oh well, that's know. okay. I'm telling you right now. I paused it right when the um. I didn't think it'd get worse. I paused it right when they took the camera flash. <laughs> so like the little girl has her eyes closed and there's a bright white light on it. Thing. It looks like fucking Donnie Darko. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We're, it does kind of look like Donnie Darko. I'm cutting this right now. I'm just – I'm taking a shot of this right now. I don't know if it will be the screenshot or not, but I need to have this. <laughs> I'm this crazy-ass bunny. When they back up, his feet are huge too. They look like giant styrofoam blocks on the spot of his feet. It's Maybe it's crazy. Sideshow Bob. <laughs> the um the village is nice. I know you started to mention that, but I had a little problem with the eyeballs. <laughs> I'm sorry. I realize you have some uh some trauma as a child <laughs> you're trying to work through. This is a Thanks safe place. <laughs> <laughs> What's the girl taking the pictures? Is she a fairy or something? She got like a little wand. Um, yeah, she has like she's got like ballet shoes on and a, like stockings. She has like a kind of a half a dress on and a tiara of some sort yeah with like a, a frilly like thing over top of her dress right and a wand in her hand well it's like they said well santa has elves what the hell does the easter bunny have like i don't know <laughs> fairies i don't know some lady in a miniskirt <laughs> some lady in a miniskirt like i don't know <laughs> the the village itself those plastic bunnies are from like this the early 70s aren't they oh yeah it, it looks like the type of thing you'd have on your lawn yeah 
like out there in the same you'd have like those kind of that kind of stuff for Christmas too. That stuff's all like that's old school stuff now. After that was like the the wire mesh ones that they came after that, right. which are still the ones I used then. And then the blow ups came after that. And now we've gone beyond blow ups to just people pointing friggin' lights at their house. I love that. I love that. I don't have to do shit. You know what I bought this year? A thing I stick in the center of my coffee table and it puts lights all over my walls and that's it. I don't have to you push are it. what's wrong with the world. <laughs> Not me, buddy. I got all my shit out there already because I'm psychotic. You got your Christmas well, that, shit already? Yeah. Well, like spoiler alert for everybody. This is like early November. My Christmas stuff is out there. Not because I'm I'm a part of the Christmas creep, but because there is no way on God's green earth I'm going to be out there at 8 o'clock at night when it's 10 degrees in December putting my shit out right. there. You are it's right. out there now because it was a nice like 55-degree day. I was off from work. My stuff is up. That's it. Yeah. I mean <laughs> it's not on. I still drive by like, and hate you because we see your shit on the freaking lawn and my wife's like, oh, we got to put thing, our Christmas stuff up. Yeah. My rule is this though. I don't turn the lights on until Thanksgiving. So all that stuff's just out there. Okay. It's just sitting there. It just looks like stuff you throw on the lawn at this point. Yeah, it's just like weird stuff on the lawn. And then, of course, I turn it on the other day, and there's like one or two things that don't turn on. I'm like, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Not even mad because they didn't turn on, but mad because I stored them the whole friggin' year, and now i got to right. throw them away. Right now i got to play with them and fix them or chuck them. I, you know, I ain't to fix nothing. I mean, no. yeah, you I'm plug sure. it in another outlet, you look for like a bulb that's missing or broken. Beyond that, what am I? I'm an electrical wizard. I'm going to go through this thing. I'll just throw it the hell away. <laughs> you go through every single bulb and you replace it with one you know works. And you just keep going all the way I certainly do not do that. <laughs> no, I throw it away and then I say, well, we'll buy a new one the day after Christmas. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> when yeah, they're 80% my wife off. does that crap. Well, if the day after Christmas, she's buying Christmas lights for next year. Well, Because she's psychotic I mean, too. I-, I wish I could think that far ahead. The problem is I don't. I'm a moron well, who will buy them at yeah. retail. Neither does she because she's going to buy them and I'm going to put them in the attic and I'm going to forget where they are and I'm never going to bring them back down next year. Oh, yeah. My Christmas stuff's right in the middle of the garage. There's no way to miss it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put them in the attic and be afraid I'm going to break my wrist if I fall out of there. So I don't like oh, to my go. God. <laughs> also, all right. Back to this minute. There's <laughs> mushrooms. Why is there mushrooms? I don't know. Because is, it's is an acid Mario trip? there? Yeah. Cause, or it's a, it's a, a, mush, a mushroom trip, an acid trip. <laughs> They're doing like an Alice in Wonderland thing? I don't know. <laughs> also... The thing he's sitting in, isn't that what Mork landed on Earth in? It could be. Uh, <laughs> do you see uh, Robin Williams in there or perhaps I, Jonathan Winters? <laughs> oh, my God. His son, <laughs> his son who ages backwards? Yes. <laughs> that was a deep, that's, a, that's a deep cut. That's, that we're, going, a deep cut. we're going back 45 years and mi- mentioning minor characters. <laughs> you know what? Even worse, it's a deep cut, and I knew what you were talking about. I feel pretty <laughs> proud of myself. <laughs> um, I do like the little girl that says, Bye, Easter Bunny. Like she's all right. Um, yeah. I will have trouble with some of the kid acting that's coming up. I have a problem with the one, the one girl. Uh, well, Jay, Silent Bob, uh, they look. I like them. They look like men on a mission as they're coming up. Yeah, they're pushing kids out of the way and shit. They don't. He, care. Well, he picks up the little girl and just yeah. picks her up and moves her. <laughs> uh, of course, and that, that job is left to Silent Bob because he's the you know the more normal of the two. Now I love this Foley guy and the ADR and stuff, but it's bad when the Easter Bunny talks. Um. Yeah, what does he say? Give me that goddamn suit. It's hot in here. Something like yeah. that. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's coming from him at all. Oh, I didn't like the direction they took with this. I They should have gone the other way with the Easter Bunny. It made him even like nicer instead of being like the, the typical like douchebag. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he's he the asshole in the suit. He's the guy from yeah. like Christmas Story that's like, ho, ho, ho. Like he's like that kind <laughs> of character. He should have been even nicer and sweeter. Right. And been like, oh, I just love my job so much. Yeah, because then they really look like assholes when they kick his ass. This is not a great scene. Like, I love them being on the Easter Bunny. 
Um, Jay hitting him, it looks all right, but like everything after that kind of just goes down. Like he doesn't, he you can tell he's just swinging half heartedly. Right. Yeah, it doesn't look great. Yeah, and then uh, when they cut to the kids, their shocked faces are not great. <laughs> you know what I like? Um, Jay is hitting every every hit he does. He says something like Mick Foley does on wrestling. He's like, "You like that? Take this. Take that." Yeah. <laughs> and then I used cut- to hate. Yeah, and I used to hate. Uh, Silent Bob hitting him because he's obviously just tapping him on his head. Right. But that's like because I never mentioned before that he's eating his ear. He's chewing on his ear while he's, he's doing it. He's chewing on his ear, yeah. So now you already mentioned, I'm sorry I cut you off, but the kids, when they cut to the kids. All right, there's seven kids here. They all look like six of them look like something bad's going on. The little Can I girl pick out middle? which one you're going to point out? <laughs> oh Is it the girl God. with the flower headdress on? Yeah, she's enjoying this way too much. <laughs> she looks like a serial killer. <laughs> she definitely looks... She's smiling her face off. All the other ones are like... <gasps> she I want to put this smiling. picture up. Put this picture up in the quicker stop and say, which one of these is a sociopath? <laughs> the little boy doesn't look like he's, he hates it as much as everybody else, but that little girl, she is smiling from ear to ear. She loves this. Yeah, she's like, yeah, get him. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, everybody starts somewhere, and that's where Eileen Warno started. <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to – I'm watching the punches here. Yeah, Jay's landing some decent punches. Like, he's, like, winding up like he's really hitting them. Right. Uh, I still feel like a, a more veteran filmmaker or even a more veteran Kevin Smith filmmaker could have uh, filmed this a little better or had a better cut yeah. from it. Yeah, it kind of looks like Jay's hitting him, but you're right. Bob's not not doing well. The little boy with the with the bunny rabbit uh, stuffed animals doing pretty good though. I know. Yeah, he's he's wailing on him. The kids are hitting way harder. <laughs> he's than, kicking you know, Bob's ass. Bob <laughs> yeah. But I will say that is it's definitely one of the scenes that people will remember. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, they'll they'll remember the, the Easter Bunny's ass on this. That's great. The Easter Bunny beatdown. I <laughs> I feel like if you make this today, this scene's even bigger. Like this scene's probably the actual beatdown's probably twice as long. Oh, and Easter Bunny you gets could, a you could probably make it a real fight scene. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, where they're throwing him through shit, and, like, they're having, like, a huge, an epic fight. It's like Instead a Bob like Barker a, scene, where he, yeah, he actually yeah. kicks their asses. <laughs> oh, yeah, where, and then he starts, like, you find out the guy inside is, like, you know, it's literally, like, you know, what's his face from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, yeah. Batista. Um, Batista. He starts whipping their ass. <laughs> or Bill Goldberg. Yeah. I only mentioned him or because like, I showed my daughter yeah. the pre- the, uh, the preview for Santa's sleigh today. Telling her about Santa Claus killing people. <laughs> <laughs> Santa sleigh. I feel like we might have mentioned Santa sleigh on a couple of the other podcasts. We might on. have. <laughs> for some reason, I think Santa sleigh might have come up on the burbs. I think it might have too. I mean, that's a crazy enough movie. It's possible that it got brought up. <laughs> All right, so uh, you ready to leave the uh, the candy store and head over to the ladies? No, no, because I don't want to see these two okay. girls that TS dated. Oh, no, that because but, it's oh, ridiculous. Let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. We've got problems the second half of this minute. We've got, we've got issues. Absolutely ridiculous. So we get over there. First of all, we, we bitched about the music in the first half of the minute. You thought that was bad? Yeah, I this don't know what's worse. going on here. Yeah. This is, oh, there's two women in a, in a scene together. Dee, 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 yeah. dee, and the girly music comes on. You're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, we've treated the, the women in this movie with such respect as equals. And then they get into this movie, this section where there's two of them together. And it's yeah. just like, well, we have to play girly music. They're both girls. Yeah, we gotta play some flowery music. Where are yeah, they, it's, by the way? Oh, uh, they're at the game show. Oh, that's backstage at a game show. Yes, I thought that shit. 
<laughs> the, the Oompa Loompa built it, obviously. Get the hell out of here. This looks like somebody's living room. There's no way he built this shit. Well, it looks like they just sectioned an area off with like some hanging curtains. And right. that's like but a rollaway um, like, dress thing. Then there's like a sofa and a friggin' lamp. Yeah, it's better than a green room like you'd see at the Tonight Show. Right. And now it's even better. Now Gwen has showed up and these two girls that are way, both way too hot for TS are talking to each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these two tens are talking about this. Uh, right. Uh, I mean, I'll be nice. I'll give him a seven. Yeah. But these, I mean, they're almost 11s, these two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got – But and there's – the thing that I like about it is – and I, I almost enjoy this part of it. She went from he went from Gwen to her, and these two have no problem with that. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you dated him before, and we'll find out next week. She has no problem if he went back to her. Again, I think it's Gwen. I think she's the one who brings the the ease into this. Like she doesn't care about this kind of stuff. I'm just like, yeah, that's fine. Like we'll do that. That's whatever. Right. But, uh, she even mentions that she started to get upset when he was dating her, and it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Well, I, but yeah, she mentions the reason why she got upset is. After she broke up, she realized that he's actually a good guy, right? And that she probably messed up. But I mean, she she does like a whole week on it next week. I what does she say in this minute about it? Because she starts this minute. Yeah, she starts to... talking about what her issues with uh, TS were. Oh, because he's really broken up about it. Cause she there is one line I cannot I cannot understand what she says when she first okay, talks to one? Claire Forlani. <laughs> okay. See, right before she sits down on the couch, she says something. She's like, dee, 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 dee. I'm like, what? She sounds like she the freaking – she sounds like the droid from uh, Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know which one you're talking about. She says he's here, and then she says him and Brody. Oh, does what it does leaving or something? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get it either. Yeah, okay. I didn't get that one either. I put, And I, put I have the Mallrats script, script but it's just far enough out of my reach where I can't quite get to it. <laughs> Yeah, but that's when I, when she does that. All I hear, rah, 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 rah. it sounds like all right, I will I will amend what I said. It's from Empire Strikes Back, not Star Wars. Save oh your God, friggin' letters. Don't get in trouble. Don't get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> does what it does. Leaving. That's what I wrote. I don't know what that means, but it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> and I don't want to look it up. And I'm not going to go find the script. So uh, if you're in the quicker stop, it's the scene right before she sits down on the couch. After she's talked to her, she comes in. She says something about Brody. Oh, he's here. Yeah. And then before her next line, after what we can't understand is, he seems really broken up this time. It's the last thing he says to her. It sounds like... Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> does what it does leaving. That's exactly what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Claire Forlani says, that's because we're broken up for good this time. Now, in the theatrical cut, this was one of the few times where I could catch her accent. It's not terrible. Uh-huh. It's not as bad as some of the ones we had. But you can see her. That's because we're broken up. It, it, she sounds very... If, if she wasn't supposed to be from Jersey... You could say she was trying to be from like Connecticut or Massachusetts to have like that posh accent. Yeah, from up yeah, there, it like that. Uh, quite sound that British, New England. Right. Uh, I've got a lot of money. That uh, the best I can put it is that uh, if you ever watch Mash, uh, Major Winchester. Yeah, Winchester. <laughs> he's not quite British, but he's very erudite. Speaks like that. Yes, I'm much better than you are. <laughs> very proper. Yeah, like so like proper where smirk. like it's 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 almost British. Yeah. <laughs> I like her little smirk when they say uh, – when she says we're broken up for good this time. She's like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So apparently that's not the first time she's heard that. Like, yeah, sure you are. Yeah. So I brought up the Bechdel test, and you apparently have no idea what it is. So would you like me to enlighten you? 
Yeah, I'm not, I don't feel like looking it up, so go for it. <laughs> All right, the Bechdel test is a measure of the representation of women in fiction. It asks whether oh. a work features at least two women who talk to each other about something other than a man. Okay, you did talk about the, this. You talked the about requirement this that two women must be named is sometimes added. Okay. All right, so I looked it up on the Bechdel test movie list, whatever thing dot com. So it has three criteria. The first criteria. So we're gonna go through, and you're gonna grade. We're gonna see what it gets. You get a score of one to three. All right, number one, it has to have at least two named women in it. So does Mallrats okay. have at least two named women? Yes. Yeah, we're good with that. Okay, so that's at least that's one. A, that's uh, a, the second criteria, yeah, it has Trish and it has Gwen. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It has a lot of them. Uh, number two, they have to talk to each other. It has to be seen okay. where the women talk to each other. So we're getting we're getting another one there. Yeah. That's two. Uh, number three is they have to talk about something besides a man. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, they're going to take the L on that one because they don't. Yeah. <laughs> they spend the whole time talking about a man. And there's not <laughs> another scene where two women talk and it's not about a man. So no. uh, Mallrat's score would be two out of three. Yeah, okay. Uh, it is not a perfect test. It, you, it's funny because you can have a movie with like a strong female lead and it won't pass the test because she doesn't talk to another female character. Right. But then well, you can have a movie that's like basically a misogynistic movie, but you have two women talk for five seconds about something yeah. other than a man and that technically passes the test. Well, Meatloaf told me two out of three ain't bad, just so you know. Oh, well, thank God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's see if I can – oops. Uh, i got to back up a second here. I was going to I was gonna quickly punch in our other movies that we've done. We did this on the Burbs. Now, now I know what it is. I'm, I'm pretty, we, did, we definitely did it on the Burbs. Yeah, we did it on the Burbs. And so it, it I don't failed, think we I did think. it on Clerks, so I was going to check Clerks. So what do you think Clerks gets without me, ch- without me giving it to you? Two named characters, definitely. Yes. Do two women talk to each other? I don't think so. I don't, <laughs> I don't think two so women either. ever talk to each other in that movie. No. And, I mean, if they don't talk to each other. If they don't talk to Caitlin each other, they and, can't. Uh, yeah, Caitlin and What's-Her-Face are never in the same scene together. No. And every other woman that shows up in the movie is there for, like, two seconds. They show up there like a customer. Right. Like, the coroner's and, a woman, uh, the milkmaid, but they don't talk to anybody. So if they, two women don't talk to each other, then there's no way they didn't talk about men. <laughs> yeah, so they, that gets a one out of three. Yeah, that's getting a one. Uh, I will check the burbs because not like I remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the burbs. Take... It has. Does that? Yeah, it's got two named women characters, definitely. Yeah, it's got Carol oh, yeah. and and Carol and um Mrs. Uh, now you know Mrs. Uh, what's his name? Peterson. No, no, Carol. The, Carol Peterson. The, uh, the you're talking guy. about the, what's his face? You're talking about the the hot wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those two talk to each other. Rumsfeld. Those two talk to each other, and I'm not sure if they talk to each other about... All right, so it has it as one out of three. Really? And the comment is the only time Bonnie and Carol share dialogue is in a group discussion with men. So they don't have a scene by themselves. Oh, I thought they saying. did. Um, I don't think they ever have a discussion where they don't have the rest of the neighbors with them. Oh. Yeah. Like they have they like the little meeting that they call where it's them two, but they have their husbands with them because they're yelling at them. Right. This and is why this test talk. is not perfect. Because like, while both of them are obviously supporting characters in that movie, and the we have like the triumvirate of the main characters right? and all the bad guys are guys. Like I don't consider that a poor representation of women in that movie. They're the only ones that aren't fucking idiots. Yeah. I mean, even though there's a couple shots where she's like on all fours, bending over and shit. But. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> not great. That is a, uh, that's pure <laughs> But uh, yeah. Carrie Fisher at least stands up in that movie of being like, okay, well you're not oh. a moron. She's not you really know, she's, a stick in the mud. She's, she's almost the one with the most brains in that movie too. She's the, she's obviously because as we pointed out when we did the burbs, the only reason why that shit all goes down is because they send her out of town. Yeah, they have to get rid of her because she's gonna put a stop to it. Yeah, because there's no way that they'll be they would just be trying to cut the power and get over the fence, and she'd have been like, no. Yeah, 
Absolutely not. Stop. <laughs> she kept him in like a child at one point in that movie, I remember. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you've loved this talk about the Burbs, join us on the Burbs Minute, which we did two years ago, where yeah. we covered a lot of the same ground, I'm sure. You can listen to us talk about it for at least 90 episodes. Yeah, 90 episodes of this exciting talk. <laughs> but we will try to circle it back to our own minute. But yeah, it's uh, this is a stunning failure of the Bechdel test. Of like, You literally have a chance. You have two women. It's one of the few times you get your, two of your main characters, because you never have really uh, Renee with anybody. Right. And all they do is talk about T.S. <laughs> yeah. But again, it's not a terrible scene. And no, it's obviously it's what they would talk about at this time. But Oh, they eh. were talking. I didn't notice. I was too busy staring at the two of them creepily. Oh, well, that's thanks. That's really helping. <laughs> thanks for being part of the problem. <laughs> if you're not part of the problem, you're part then, of the solution. Yeah, they both sit down and start going through their bags. Uh, I don't know what the hell uh, yeah, Cliff is looking for. But uh, yeah, Joey Lauren Adams well, is getting some gum. Yeah, Gwen gets a piece of gum, but I don't, yeah, I don't know what Renee gets at all. Yeah, I, I don't. I guess they just both needed some business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to sit down. You grab your purse, I'll grab mine, and we'll just look through them. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I forgot. I, wrote, I had written down that she had some accent struggles. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what was I trying to figure out? Yeah, she, he went from, T.S. went from Gwen to over to her, to Forlani. Yeah. He's not doing bad. Like, no. I would like to see what the rest of his track record looked like. Right, because yeah, he's not gonna, he's not doing bad at all, and I, he could possibly go back to Gwen. It looks like at this point, well, at the yeah, end of the next minute, <laughs> I would like to know what she would really think about that. Right, like if he now went back to Gwen, like it would she well, be quite like right now she's pissed, so she's like, you yeah. can have him. Well, that's next week, where she's like, oh whatever, yeah, that's fine. Right, like don't talk about. Next is it really week, gonna be fine though? Yeah, if you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if she if if it's fine? Like, what if she was just like, yeah, I actually had sex with him already once today. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, why not? Uh, the other one did, you know, hours ago. Yeah, that's what I was uh, comparing it to. Like, so he, he yeah. figures, well, he's doing it. <laughs> right. Why not? In a different kind of movie, I'm sure that would happen. The kind of movie that used to be behind the uh, the beaded curtain at uh, your local video store. <laughs> that's for all the old people out there. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, what I forgot to mention before we left Jay and Silent Bob, for two guys who are on the run, they sure are willing to just like wander off and kick the shit out of the Easter Bunny for no reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't they think uh, – what's his name is going to catch him? Uh, oh, LaFours? LaFours. Sven? I was, yeah, was going to say Fours for some reason. Don't you think LaFours is going to catch him? Catch them if they're over there kicking the Easter Bunny's ass? Uh, apparently not. They're not really afraid of LaFours. <laughs> yeah, they're not that afraid of him. I mean they've they've – had like at least what, two foot chases with him and he can't catch them. Even yeah. when Silent Bob knocked himself unconscious, he couldn't catch him. <laughs> all right. I, uh, I don't, I don't have anything else. I, we've covered all the, uh, things we needed, the candy store, uh, the women, the burbs, you know, all the stuff that have to do with this minute. I will take yeah, your total lack of speaking. as that you grease the end of your notes. <laughs> Are you reading? Uh, what do you got a novel there? Are you reading the, uh, reading the tale two cities. I was reading, uh, Stephen King's the stand. So, oh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because I have three years to, to throw away on that. Oh, three don't be such a baby. I've read that multiple times. I read it once, and I listened to it multiple times, but I read it once. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, go so on to the Jane Silent Bob Quicker Stop and tell us who your favorite character in the stand is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's his name? M O O N. That spells oh. Tom. What's his Tom name? Collin. Tom, Tom Collin. Tom Collin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was always a Glenn Bateman fan myself. I was a big fan of Glenn. 
Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, he was I like the, the old lady though. He, which old lady? The lady that bakes her own bread, like Mother Abigail. Yeah, Mother Abigail. Yeah. You don't like Mother Abigail? She was like the the savior of the whole thing. I did like Mother Abigail. You should do uh you should do the Stand Minute, the mini series. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like five hours long. <laughs> <laughs> like ah uh, yeah, we're still in the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit though, if I was if I was trapped in New York, I would not be going through the tunnel. I don't care how no. far I had to walk. I'd walk a hundred blocks to go over the bridge. <laughs> yeah, I'll climb over that goddamn tunnel before I go through that tunnel. No way. I was gonna say I'd steal a boat. <laughs> yeah. I'd take a rowboat across the Hudson first. <laughs> Cross that bitch like I'm Washington. And I yes, I realized it's a different river. Don't start with me. Oh, uh, you should have left that and let them talk. No, I should not leave it. Listen, I'm already gonna attack by Star Wars nerds. I don't need to get attacked by history buffs. I know. I'm gonna get attacked for holding doors for women too. <laughs> this week, so <laughs> I hope you're coming out of a Wawa and some woman slams the door in your face, punches me in the face. Serve you right. <laughs> all right, I think we've reached the end of it. Uh, why don't you give all our plugs? <laughs> you can find us on DuelingGenre.com, or you can find us on MoviesByMinutes.com, where there's a, I don't know, a hundred and thousand of them on there. But uh, if you're gonna go over there, check out Star Wars Minute first. I'm on Empire because I'm going in the right order. I'm not a crazy person like Jeff who went. <laughs> we got oh, they're back, back in action. Over. They're back in <laughs> action, buddy. I saw that. I saw that today. They're back. What are they doing now? Which one are they? Force doing? Awakens. They're doing... Okay, they're up to Force. Wow, they're up to Force Awakens. They're yeah. gonna catch up. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. Well, it no, they're not. Are they gonna they're still do, gonna do the, Force uh, Awakens, Sonic. Rogue One, Solo, and Last Jedi? <laughs> they don't have to do Solo and and um, Rogue One. They're not. It's implied in their mandate. Oh, is it? I mean? think They're... I just blew our speakers out, screaming like an idiot. <laughs> you just hurt my friggin' ears. <laughs> what, what do you mean it's in their mandate? They said they were going to do the Star Wars movies. Well, they didn't even say that. They started doing Star Wars. If you ever, if you go back, you've listened to the original story when they do the first Star Wars minute. They don't even know if they're going to do Empire by the end of it. Right? Yeah, they're not even. And then at the end of Jedi, they're not. They're not sure they're going to do the the sequel, the prequels, or not. <laughs> but I mean, they're. Going with the original, you know, the the series. The Solo and Rogue One are, aren't part of the series. It depends on how you look at it. They are part of the series from a certain point of view. Did you see Solo? Fucking nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. We're obviously loopy and losing our minds. Yeah, we're Just getting like, weird. give the plugs. <laughs> I, I was halfway through them and you stopped me. <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> Check out Star Wars Minute. They started it all. Uh, you can... As Jeff says, you can either uh, thank them or blame them. You can go uh, check out our original podcast that we did, Burbs Minute, where we did the Burbs one minute at a time. We talked about that more than Mallrats on this minute, to be honest with you. And that's all I got. What do you got, Jeff? Uh, How about uh, stay safe, neighbors, and have a chocolate-covered pretzel. (laughs) 